my value that I brought to the table was finding a good deal and finding the loan to refinance out so that those two combined would put down 15 grand. I would get it refinanced out so that they would have all of their money back and then some so we could continue to grow. It's time for the Creative Real Estate Podcast, your source for out-of-the-box real estate investing strategies brought to you by ecospace.com. Now here's your hosts, Adam and Jason. What's up, creative investors? It is Adam A. Adams. I'm filling in for Jason J. Lou Lewis today because I have a, a little story that I could share with you. It's kind of neat. It's an original creative deal. And now it's kind of coming full circle. And I'm purchasing the thing from my partners who helped me buy it. So it's kind of fun. We purchased this property like six or seven years ago. It's a little portfolio of a few different houses in Podunk Town in Ohio. We ended up buying the, the three properties. There's three just single family houses. We only spent 15 grand. It's kind of neat. $15,000 for three homes. And they were all full. They had, uh, each of them was getting a rent of about like 500 bucks. And it's important that I take a step to pause and let you know that I'm not suggesting that you get houses that are 15 grand. I'm not suggesting that you buy portfolios. I'm not suggesting that you buy in Ohio. There's good and bad everywhere. And now the way that I look for new acquisitions, I really focus on the market being like the very most important thing. I always say there's a, that you could have a headwind or you could have a tailwind. Or you could be, you could just be flying around and not have a headwind or tailwind. But for the most part, most markets have a headwind. All this means is you're going to do a certain amount of effort, certain amount of time. You're going to put a certain amount of money into the property or properties if it's a portfolio like the one we're talking about today. And it, it's just going to hold you back. It's just going to push you back. It's going to slow you down. And you're you're going to do 500 miles per hour effort but you're only going to be going 300 miles per hour. So you're going to waste gas, time, energy. You might not get to where you were looking for. So having a headwind can be a challenge. Absolutely. But there are other markets, very few and far in between markets that have a tailwind. There are a few markets out there, not Ohio, by the way. There are a few markets out there similar to like Dallas, Fort Worth, and they have a tailwind. And by the way, I'm recording this in March of 2022, March of 2022. So it's about spring break time and this episode's coming out right away for you. But if you're listening to this into the future, you, you want to double check Dallas. It should be good, but you want to double check it because today it has a tailwind. It's helping you. You put in 500 miles per hour effort, but you'll really go 700 miles per hour because the market itself is amplifying all of your efforts. You're able to make a lot more money. So honestly, I don't suggest bad markets. I don't suggest like slow growth markets. I don't suggest markets where the schools are not very strong. However, you know, this was a decision that I made six or seven years ago. And with this little portfolio, it seemed like a screaming deal because the houses were worth at the time. Uh, today, they're worth maybe like 30 grand each, but the houses were worth at the time probably like 20, 25,000. 
And to get all three for 15 grand, it's just an incredible cap rate, if you will. And then later on, we refinanced those three properties. It's kind of fun. We got a private money lender. So we reach out to a few people that were in my meetup group. I highly suggest that you start a meetup group, especially now that in-person meetings are, are back. And you know we had over two years of COVID slowing most of us down. And I actually stopped doing my meetup March of 20. March 4th of 2020 was the last meetup that I have done in person. We did a couple webinars, but the point being that I reached out to a few people in the meetup group and asked if they would want to put down a $40,000 loan against these three homes that we paid 15 grand in total, not 15 grand each. And it was kind of neat because we, we got it right away. Within a few days, they looked up the values. They said that'll be about 60% of the value because I think they were worth 20, 20, and 20 or 25 maybe at max. And so they, th- they were like, oh, okay, that's about 60% of value. They're good with it. We're pulling in 1500 bucks a month in rent. So we did a 12% annualized interest rate on an IO, that means interest only. That means you're not paying, you're not paying down the mortgage. So we've had for the last six years, we've had a interest only loan from a private citizen, a, a person that does note investing and does things like this, does mortgages for other people, but not a not a company, just somebody that knew of what we were doing back then because of the meetup. And with 12%, it's pretty easy. It was 1% a month. Of course, you're never paying down the loan. So we've been paying 400 bucks a month for like like six years, 400 bucks every single month. And it's never been paid down. So we've owed like 40 grand to her this entire time. But what's helpful for you to know also is that after getting this refinance and pulling out so much more money than we even put into the property in the first place, we ended up buying more properties and we just continued to grow like that. We would buy it under its value and then we would get a loan, a private money loan for more than we paid for it. And we just kept doing that. We did it many, many times and it was a really good way to kind of grow a portfolio. And I didn't have a ton of money at the time. I didn't have a ton of money. I you know, was barely scraping by rent back then uh, in 2015, 2016. Rent was 2,600 bucks. It was crazy. I had just moved to a new town, signed a one-year lease, paying for my family or whatever. And I remember thinking, man, rent is crazy expensive in Denver when I first got here. But um, you know, now <laughs> obviously we don't have that same place. And the point is, and what you're, what I think is kind of fun to get out of it. And there's a lot of lessons in this story. There's a lot of lessons of you partnering with other people that have the money. If you don't, that's a very creative thing. So I partnered with these two guys. We started a company with our initials, Adam and the other two. There's three letters in in the company name. And we kept just doing this and growing a portfolio. And, and I think even though I didn't have very much money to my own name at the time, because of doing this slow growth, I remember 
it was 2016 in the middle of doing some of this. My net worth had gone up like 250,000 and, and I was a fairly, I didn't have a ton of money. And so I was like, dang, that's crazy. Like I, I didn't use a single penny or dime of my own money, except for maybe for gas to drive to these meetups, you know, but I didn't spend any money on any of these properties. And we had this awesome system to just kind of grow. And as of today, we're actually closing on, I'm actually purchasing these three properties from my business partners. So one of the properties needed a little bit of work and I was kind of stuck doing all the work, all the hard work, because for the most part, they put in the money and I, and they expected that I would do all the work, right? So that was all fine until I'm thinking to myself, I only own a fraction of these properties. If I'm going to be doing all the work, I want more of the value from the efforts. And so I just asked them, would you want to buy me out and you would do all the stuff or would you want me to buy you out and I'll do all the stuff? And they talked about it and they thought that my price was fair. And so we went ahead and purchased, I purchased all of the properties back from them. Technically, technically that was at the, that was December 31st of 2021. So I was getting my facts wrong for you for a second. I do have a closing today, but it is selling one of those properties. Okay. On in December is when we closed where I finally purchased all of the three properties out from my other partners. We had to get an attorney because it was our company that owned everything. And so I basically got, I didn't technically buy the properties. Uh, so write this down. It could be important. It could be helpful for you. I bought the LLC that owns the properties. So I already was a part owner in the LLC and I paid them money so that they would give the shares. So we just got a corporate attorney. The corporate attorney drafted up the contracts, made sure that it would only be me on the LLC. And then we could just keep all the bank accounts and everything else the same. So that happened. And the closing that is happening today is kind of neat because I'm selling one of the properties that needed a little bit of work for 15000 So it's kind of fun where as I'm selling one of them because it, it needs like 40000 in work or whatever, selling it for fifteen grand today, paying off that part of that mortgage for the first time where it was 40000 Now the mortgage is going to be like 31000 and I'll walk away with a couple of dollars after real estate commissions and stuff like that. And additionally, I'll have just the two properties that are performing really, really well. And we'll go from there. So it's kind of fun to kind of take this full circle. Whereas me and these two guys, I found the deal. My value that I brought to the table was finding a good deal and finding the loan to refinance out so that those two combined would put down 15 grand and then I would get it refinanced out so that they would have all of their money back and then some so we could continue to grow. I really just had a good time doing that and it's neat that it's kind of gone full circle and now I own them by myself as I bought out the partners and then I'm now selling one of the properties and making it even a sweeter deal for, for me and 
and for my kids, you know, for my legacy, leaving a legacy for my family, making sure we have more passive income. So I wanted to share that with you. I thought it was an interesting, fun, a lot of different steps, but it was a, it's a fun story to, to share. And especially now that it's gone full cycle as of technically December 31st. 2021. But I'm also selling one of the properties for the same price as we bought all three of them. It's just a good deal for everyone. You know, my two partners got a great deal. They made cash flow for a long time. They didn't have to put in any work. And we were able to, they were able to have me do a lot of the effort while they just made pretty much passive cash flow. And Then I bought them out of it so that now they've got their money back. Well, they already had their money back, but they've got more, even more money. And so they can go and do whatever they want to do. And another lesson out of this short story, just one other small lesson that I've kind of learned over over time is it's good to partner with other people when you need to partner. It might be good for you to partner for other reasons as well. But I will mention that I noticed for myself that it's much easier when I'm the only person, when I own everything, when I control everything. It's just kind of my personality where I am grateful for my partners. I'm grateful that I was able to do some real estate creatively, even at a time when I didn't have hardly any money. But going forward, I'll most likely not be partnering with other people. I know that I've done so many syndications uh, for so many years as well, raising a lot of money from different private investors. But at the end of the day, I just want to own my own stuff. So it's kind of funny to, uh, to hear me say that, especially if for a long time you've been following me and I've always said, you can grow faster and if you you know you can go faster with maybe by yourself but you can go further with other people i think this is a quote that i've said it's starting to i'm starting to think about that now because i don't need to go fast i can just buy my own stuff and have a modest fun portfolio where my kids will have, you know, a legacy whenever I pass away, which I hope is not soon. Anyway, hope you got a couple of lessons out of that. Most likely you'll hear Jason on the next episode and don't go anywhere. Just roll into the very next episode and continue to learn new strategies and gain more ideas for your real estate investing career. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to the Creative Real Estate Podcast. And if you got value from this episode of the podcast, please take the time to leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Give us a written rating and a review. We'd really, really appreciate it. I'm going to let you go. But until next time, think outside the box.